Hi everyone and welcome to Tom's Top Tips where we bring you our favourite tips from the show so far in one bite-sized episode. This week we've got our favourite five pieces of actionable advice to give to you. So you've come up with a brilliant idea and you can't wait to start working on it. But stop, take a breath. You need to see if your product is something customers really need and not just something you want to build. When Pete Dinney joined us on the show, he explained how every company can find out if their product has product market fit and the founders who don't do his research only have themselves to blame. If you look at why most startups fail, 40% of startups fail because there's no market for what people, for, for what they're offering. I mean, I'm, I'm sure every one of your guests says this, but we know how to solve that problem, don't we? We know how to test whether there's a market for what we're doing before we do it. And yet most companies fail for that reason. I think if if a lot of companies are started by tech founders, um, and I'm you know I'm a, from a tech background myself, I I feel that it's we we're so much more at home with with zooming in on the zeros and ones and working on the hard technical problems. That's completely our bag. We feel comfortable doing it. But the other thing where you need to go out into the world and speak to real humans to find out where's where's there a market, where's there a need that people are willing to pay to have solved. That is so uncomfortable for us. And, and I think that's why people with just a tiny little bit of signal will then say, okay, now let's go and build a whole company. Let's raise some money. Let's hire a whole team and build this thing that really, if you look, the signal is not that strong. So I think my advice would be get out of the building, put your laptop down, go out and speak to real people and, and, and test and prove to yourself that there's a, a real, um, there's a real need there to be, to be solved. You've got the all clear of your product and you're ready to build it. But have you spent enough time developing your brand? When Hannah Ridgewell from Channel 4 Ventures joined us on the show, she shared the importance of brand building. I'll let her explain how you can stand out to investors. A company that's really thought about brands, I think generally gets us really excited. I think there are just some companies where you like go onto their website and like you're just excited to be on there. Like they've really thought about the look and feel of the brand, the logo, the, the tone of voice with which they write. Um, anything sort of distinctive, unusual, sort of modern there gets us really excited because it's not necessarily given that like, most companies have that. Um, so that's definitely number one, because you know, if brand resonates with us, like we think it was going to resonate with the UK as a whole and do really well. In an early stage startup, you want to get your product out there. So your first form of advertising is likely to be Facebook ads. This might seem easy, but without a plan or a method, you're just burning money. When Tom and Bree, the founders of Snag Tights, joined us, Bree shared the secrets of testing Facebook ads and how it's crucial to their success. Get your pen and paper out. These tips are gold dust. The biggest thing that people don't do with Facebook campaigns that they should is test. So, you know, you have the ability to have 50 different ads in every ad set. If you're not testing 50 different ads every single time, you're wasting opportunity. So you know, we max out every single ad set we can possibly get with all sorts of different creatives, with different imagery, with different text, with different formats. And as you go through that, you start to understand what ones work better. And then you reiterate those ones again with more variants. So it's a continual improvement methodology to Facebook ads. And if you keep doing that, you get to a better and better position, as well as reading all of the comments that you get on them, looking at your relevancy scores, looking at the amount that Facebook is actually finding the ads to be successful. And from that, you can start to create some really great campaigns at scale. 
So we don't do a huge amount of um, super targeted ads because I don't think they really work in the algorithm anymore. So it's all about being wide and letting people's behavior dictate what they get as opposed to, you know, trying to go, oh, I want a lady called Sue who's, you know, age between 24 and 30 who likes sausage dogs. You know? Actually, I do know that woman and she she is a tight buyer, but yeah. it's irrelevant now. Yeah. yeah. So you've spoken to your customer about your idea. You've got your brand down. You've pushed it to the right audience on Facebook. But how do you speak to those customers? Startups are constantly growing and changing, and so might your product. Your initial idea might be completely different to your product, so take the time to talk to real customers. Hector Hughes, the founder of Unplugged, shares the importance of speaking to real customers, especially in the early stages when you have hardly any. I think the mistake that people make that I made is is like your customers are there, but you just ignore them, right? And it's like there are people expressing interest, but you're kind of looking for that perfect you know, yeah. you, you kind of over overanalyze. It's like if someone is interested in the product, just pick up the phone and speak to them. Like I literally started doing customer interviews like three weeks ago. You know, we, we've been launched a year and spoke to like five or six customers a week. And I was like, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> Why did I do this a year ago? And lastly, your product works. You've got great feedback for your customers. Your brand is looking amazing. It's raising time. When Mega Reynolds from CraneVetch Partners joined us, she explained that cold emails are her best kept secret. Don't just go emailing anyone. Find investors that are interested in your sector. Write a really personal email to the top 10, pitching your business and how it will help them. Don't just spam 5,000 investors with the same mundane email. That just won't work. Everything, everything good comes from a cold email. You have to send loads of them, but goddamn when it goes well. I'm so into that. I would say to people all the time, like, there's, it's, it's not spam if it's a value. Some of my best relationships in industry, founders, etc. God, email. To validate that, my, uh, my pre-seed round, I raised half a million. Yeah. 400 of that came from cold emails. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Proof. You know I mean? Proof. Never, Proof. never, never, didn't even know, didn't know any of these people. Just cold email. That's it for today. But I cannot contain my excitement. I must give you a sneak peek of series four. Don't worry, I won't ruin anything. Here's a clip of some amazing advice that's gonna be heard. How do I encourage people to engage with my content so mm -hmm. I can build a community rather than just build an audience? Well, honestly, the, the trick is to just... Well, I can't let you know the answer or you won't check out series four. But anyway, all episodes mentioned will be linked down below and make sure to check out part two next week and also series four that is just weeks away.